All right. I am here with Gary Hines. Um, Gary and I have worked together off and on in various capacities, referral relationships, different things like that um, throughout the years. But uh, Gary has started, um, uh, uh, basically, it's an M&A firm, isn't it, Gary? That's kind of, I mean, I know you guys have several things going, but that's like, that's like your gusto right now is, is the merger and acquisition side of things. Would that, would that be fair to say? Yeah, Carrie uh, and I, Carrie uh, Ball is my partner yep, and, yep. and myself, you know, we've been uh, working in, in various projects for many years. And, and one of the ones that has really uh, been a, a deep interest of ours mm-hmm. is, is always been the M&A side. And then with one of our other managing directors, Rick Longo, he's been doing M&As for over 30 plus years in the insurance side. Perfect. And Carrie and I have been doing it for a while here. And, and it's just, uh, there's so much going on in yeah. the insurance space on the merger and acquisition side, even to this day, you yeah. know, and uh, we just uh, thought that we had a lot of opportunities and, and talents and information that we could bring out to the marketplace because there's just, there is a lot of noise and you got to sift through it. And, and I think, Abe, what I find a lot of is that there's a lot of intimidation mm-hmm. uh, from the agency perspective to even get involved in, in that conversation. Right now, especially, and, uh, yeah. You know, we're, we're, trying, we're trying to just really help that communication out and, and help people along to, to find out what they believe they want to do when they grow up, whether they're 75 and ready to sell and that's when yeah. they're growing up or whether they're in their you know, young phases and still thinking about finding the right partner to grow and excel. So Sure. So, so let, walk me through just out of curiosity. And then, and then, so it's Heinz Ball. Uh, tell me the name of the company again. I'm sorry. Yep. Yep. Heinz Ball Advisory Group. Heinz Ball and, Advisory uh, you know, Group. Okay. Yep. We, we have uh, uh, various different platforms that we work through on the, both the M&A broker side, as well as some in, uh, independent agency side and as well as technology. Okay. Um, so we have various facets to the organization that we are, are building and, and working through and, and our brokerage side is, is uh, one of those uh, key elements. Mm. And um, we do a lot of, of work with independent agencies of all size and uh, help them, you know, find the the next step that they want to do towards whatever that might be. Sure. Uh, whether that's an internal perpetuation or, or whatever it might be. So we work yeah. through those yeah. uh, questions. And- so, so let's talk about, because I mean, the, the, and, and I want to dive into more on the specifics that you guys can, can offer agencies. Um, but, but give me a pulse update on what's, cause I've been a little curious about this, right? Because we we're in a crazy market. Um, a lot of people that have been doing this way longer than me have said, I've never seen anything like this. And that's kind of, you know, just the theme overall is like, nobody's really seen what's happening here before um, in, in our career lifetimes. Right. So, so walk me through what's happening in the M and a space right now, because um, it's, it, it seems to me, and, and I'm, I'm no expert in this stuff, but it seems to me that right now, uh, people might be a little nervous about, you know, the, the valuations that agencies have been getting for the last several years. Um, and, you know, kind of the, um, the, the investment money that, that has been out there that it's been going around and scooping up agencies and, and different things like that. I mean, is this still, is the market still on fire or are the buyers like really, conscious and worried about the non-renewals and the shut off of the new business and um, the, the moratoriums that are being placed all over the place. I mean, cause, cause you know, there's a lot of agents that come to me daily and they're like, I can't find a place to put a policy. And then I had a buddy of mine down the street from my house who was like, you know, can, can you help me try and find something? So I did, I went to search through lots of the markets that we have access to 
And um, like, I really couldn't replace his Allstate policy on his house because nobody was right. And I mean, this is like a sprinklered house. It's it's you know in a nice community. There's no fire danger to it. But but we couldn't find a quote. So so how does the factors at the agency level right now? How do those factor into a current merger and acquisition? Not talk about people that are looking at five, ten year, you know, perpetu- plus perpetuation plans, but the people that are like, I want to sell now. How is this market impacting those deals? So, uh, the de- the word deal. How much time do we have? Right. right? <laughs> you know, it, it, well, the, the the there's so many different folks that we talk about. So I mean, let's talk sure. about. The, the big broker deals, yeah, right? Yeah. That we, Acrisure that, that and everybody yeah, else the, like the, that, yeah. And Because that, that falls into your bucket of these giant valuations, right? And, right. and the question is, is people getting these multiples that are unheard of in the in the industry and so on and so forth? Well, I can tell you that that my perception with my conversations with all these folks, and, and we do have conversations with them all on a regular basis, yeah. is that they're, they're still in the the acquisition mode. Okay. They still want to find agencies to acquire and buy. It's just not going to be a scenario where it's just going to be like, we'll gobble up anything depending, no matter what the scenario is, we're going to just gobble it up. Right. Um, I think that that's what you kind of saw a few years back, but I will tell you too, the due diligence was, I watched them pass even a few years ago on many different agencies because that it just didn't fit their model. But I think the model is tightening for them, you know, uh, they want to make so sure the that scope of an acceptable in. agency is is kind of narrowing. Then it, it is okay, uh, but the 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 finances are still there. They're still yeah, acquiring. Right. And the, the funny as the funniest conversations I can tell you is that um, you know we always have the conversations with the the brokers and say okay you know just want an update on, on your you know what are you looking for? They give us that model right. They they say okay it's like they're building the clay clay model and they're saying this is our perfect agency. And then we say okay well we. We do have a couple agencies that are fitting outside of that model, and we'll just go ahead and make sure we don't, you know, burden you with those. Well, wait a second, Gary. Wait a second. No, no, go ahead and send them over. So it's it's a very sure. interesting conversation piece. They still want to look at everything. They still want to talk to everything. And uh, there's so many elements to the business because when you're talking about large brokers, you're talking about a large geographics, and uh, you know they have different appetites for where they want to be. Uh, believe it or not, there's still people that are acquiring folks in California, and they have a they have a they have a market for that because they want to work with those folks in California. There might yeah. be people that are out of the Southwest that are like they want to expand it in the Midwest because that's what they want to do. So there's all these different elements that that really it's from our perspective as an M&A broker, we have to understand those buyers and what they're doing on those large scales. Now, when you talk about buyer, this agency buyer. Right. Yeah. Regional buyer or geographic. Let's just talk about like, say, Atlanta. You're in Atlanta and you're a Georgia buyer. You know, that's a whole different animal about what they're looking for and what they're trying to acquire. And they may have a flip this particular component that they want to deal with. So it's, again, understanding all those elements to the various buyers. But I will tell you this. I do not believe that the noise that the the brokers are completely gone uh, out of the you know, I see that, you know, do I think there's a bigger opportunity now for the everyday agent to start doing some acquisitions. I think there is because I think that they can, they can dive in there and yeah. because maybe the valuations have come down a bit mm. uh, it's, it's become more of a normalized scale. Whereas, you know, before when someone's buying something at a, a monster double digit, you know, multiple, there's no way that yeah. Smith agency and, and local regional market was going to even compete with that. But right. that being said, I think that 
what you're almost going to see is the M&A market be even bigger than it was before because there's just so many opportunities for all the various buyers to, to take place. And, and uh, uh, the, the ones that are lending, the banks that are lending want to lend. Uh, the ones that have the large cash reserves in the bank uh, want to spend it. So uh, that's that's where we're at. And that's really kind of what I'm hearing in the, in the marketplace with all my conversations. That's interesting. So just the opportunity looks a little different than it did a few years ago, but it's definitely still there is kind of the, the long and short of it then. Yeah, even okay. I, I would say if you're going to sit back and say, well, I'm going to wait till the market is what it was a couple of years ago. That isn't necessarily the right decision yeah, because no. we're still in. How much time do you market. have, right? No. Well, and the insurance valuations are still, you know, as high as they've been, right? You know, yeah. as far as that goes. I mean, yes, there may be some peaks that existed a couple of years ago where it was slightly higher, um, but you paid more money for a Ford Bronco a year and a half ago when they were yeah. when they were limited quantity, and now it's it's come down, and you can actually get them for msrp again so right, it's right. kind of that scenario is what i look at it as sure that's good good analogy there so uh, you know I, it's kind of obvious what you guys do you know if i walk in and i'm like hey gary i want to sell my agency i mean you're you're gonna take everything into consideration you're gonna go out and look for buyers you're gonna um see where we fit in the model that um that you know you you have uh but walk me through because that's that's not the only clientele that you serve right you you're serving people who are looking for perpetuation planning and, and growth and different things like that. Walk me through everything that Heinz Ball does for agencies. Yeah, so so because of our background in, in the agency world and what we've been involved in in, in our past operations. Agency owners. Uh, we have, yes, yeah, yeah. We, we just have a very deep knowledge of, of what goes into the, the particular independent agency world and so we can help out. I mean, we have we have so many relationships, even on the technology side with all the various technology firms. But, you know, from a, from the M&A side, it goes a little deeper, right? Uh, mm. You know, you hear all the time people talking about, you know, that that you need to have a plan and your plan should be you should be planning for 10 to 15 years down the road. I understand that. But lots of times the room is people that are, you know, 60, 65 that are already thinking about selling. And, and now you're telling them they should have had a plan 10 years ago. Right. I'm not here to beat anyone up. I mean, the reality is, is you've done your business, you've done it well. And uh, what we like to try to do is we try to get people an understanding of, of where they stand in the particular marketplace as it, as it fits right now. And that really gives them perspective on what they can accomplish if they want to go out to sell. Or is it not that they want to sell per se, but they're looking for the appropriate partner to help them and maybe their their heir parents, their kids or a producer that, that they know can come into the business and they want really to hand the reins to them, but they know that they can't do it alone. So they need another partner to come into the, the mix. There's so many different ways to, to skin that cat when you look at it. So we like to have those conversations. Um, I, I think too, and, and this is, you know, when you listen to M&A podcasts and you go out there and talk to M&A people and you go to classes at big eyes and stuff, lots of, of acronyms are thrown around and, 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 you know, scary things are thrown around and, and, you know, as a business owner that doesn't really dive too much into that, cause you're only doing this necessarily once in your life, right? A lot of right. people, yeah. you know, they, we don't want you to have a deer in the headlights. Look, there's no reason to be that way. You know, I, I've had people tell me, well, I, I can't even consider selling right now until I clean up my company. And I'm like, well, what do you mean clean up your company? Well, I, you know, I got my wife on payroll. I've got, you know, my trucks Those on the, on the books. Easy to and fix, like, right? You and every other insurance agency owner in the country. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so, 
So, but these are the things that may be holding somebody back. Yeah. And then when you, you know, holding back from even talking to a consultant or, you know, although I've done consulting for 20 plus years in various business capacities, one thing I've always disliked about the consultants that, you know, that I've, I've ran into some is that they want to tell you everything you're doing wrong in life. Mm. And it's, it's very easy to tell people this is wrong in your business. This is wrong in your business. Look, if you, if you're looking to sell or perpetuate or plan for it, I'm not going to be the person to come in and tell you, Hey, you got to rechange your entire company. And yeah. you know, you've been doing it this way for 30 years. You got to completely change. No, what I'm going to tell you is, is this is how you operate. Here's opportunities that, that may assist you if you want to consider it. But our job as an M&A broker is really to, to match you with somebody that can fit your business model, assist your business model, and be willing to work through your business model, whatever that might be. So uh, what I would say to most people out there that are even considering M&A side is, is don't be afraid to you know, pick up the phone and talk to somebody about the opportunity. And uh, if somebody is telling you at, you know, if you're a 40 year agent, someone's telling you, you got to completely rechange your business model and come back and talk to them in a year, that probably isn't the right advice that you should be looking for. But uh, yeah, well, you know, it depends so on your we, time frame, right? Like, you know, if, if like you were saying, well, you know, there's, there's a, there's a buyer for every seller period in the story. Yes. And so, you know, if, uh, if, you know, you're looking at it and you don't know where to go, then yeah, I mean, you know, somebody like you and, and um, carry a, the perfect people to talk to because at least you can take a pulse on things and see, okay, these are my options at this time. Maybe if I implemented some changes, if I have more time that I'm willing to work with, then there would be other opportunities and the multiples could look like this and this current climate that we're in, you know, and, and kind of do the evaluation on, is it a good time for me to sell or should I, should I give it another two or three years or, you know, is now just as good a time as any, and we're not going to gain much over the next few years by making any kind of changes, uh, so to speak. So yeah, that's, that's perfect. How how do people get in touch with you guys? With us directly, I mean, you could visit our website, which is HeinzBall.com. So that's H-I-N-E-S is Heinz, uh, not the ketchup, but Duncan Heinz. Yeah. So H-I-N-E-S-B-A-L-L.com. You know, or you can always call us directly. Uh, you actually, you can call me directly. My, sure. uh, and call me crazy. I'll give you my cell phone. Do so it. So it's 440 uh, 440-856-5111. But, um, you know, Abe, what I would say about our conversation is that, that just pick up the phone. Let's have a conversation. Sure. You know, talk, talk to Carrie, Rick, myself or anyone else on our team. And let's say let's see where you're at in your planning stage, what you're thinking about doing. And, you know, we can kind of give you that direction of, wh of where you want to go and, you know, possibly take the path. Um, but don't be afraid to start the conversation. Don't be afraid that you have to go and clean up. A, B, C, D, and E before you can have any conversation. I think that's right. what happens oftentimes. Well, and I think, um, you know, through our, our process, because a lot of our listeners know that, you know, years ago, we, a few years ago, not tons, a uh, few years ago, we sold our retail agency. And it was like a lot of the things that you would think would be a big deal. It was just a matter of deleting it off of the Excel spreadsheet to reflect what the buyer is going to be acquiring. Because, yeah, you're, you're, pickup truck's not going to be on the company or your car's not going to be on the company uh, expense sheet anymore, right? Your wife's payroll is not going to be on the company expense sheet. So it's just a matter of, you know, being able to go through and back out those finances. And so, you know, and, and I mean, not to dive into the specifics of the world, because I've done it once. Uh, clearly, you know, obviously you guys have way more experience in it than I do. But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, like, you think these obstacles can stop you. 
really it's just a matter of adjusting it to to reflect what it's going to look like for your buyer so it's really not the big deal that i think a lot of people make it yeah and and you know a big part of what we try to accomplish abe is to, to reduce that remorse mm-hmm. and and the remorse is on both sides the buyer remorse and the seller remorse we we want to make sure that the individuals we're bringing together have the full picture of each other so that way, as they move towards the next steps, you know, I mean, it's really easy if you're if you're a cash seller. There's the price. You're out. You're out right. the door. That's yeah. very rare. We don't really see that in insurance too often, right? Yeah. Um. Normally, someone's staying on and, and whatever the capacity might be for a while. And um. But uh, there's there's always those types of relationships that you got to. It's it's very important to consider all of those aspects. So it's even more than the money component. But uh, I think that we uh, we we do a great job here to try to help you understand. You know what those what what do you look like? What does the buyer's look market look like, and and how you can come together and figure it out. Hundred percent, Gary. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate. It. I hope you come back because um, you know things are changing so fast here that it's gonna. I, I'd like to do you know maybe even like a quarterly update with you or something like that on what what is happening in the acquisition M and A market. Um, because you know, it's, it's certainly changed from a few years ago. And like you said, the opportunity is still there. It's just different now. Um, but you know, I'd like to kind of keep a pulse on this because this is something that impacts every single agency owner that exists in the country is, you know, the, the, the asset of your agency, you know, most of the time is, is a bigger asset than your house. It is. And so it's probably, if you're like most insurance agency owners, it's probably the biggest asset that you own. Um, which you can see what, you know, the ballpark figure, what your agency's worth over at agencyvms.com. They're a sponsor of the show, so check them out. Um, but, uh, you know, it'll get you in there and kind of do the same thing Gary was talking about. Gary, we got to get you plugged in on Agency VMS as one of the, one of the folks to, uh, to, to get, you know, hooked up with when, when they get sure. in there and see their growth tools um, that are available to them. But, um, and there's some new and exciting things that are going to be happening. So stay tuned on that. But, but I would like to do, you know, some kind of a, a like I said, regular update because this is changing so rapidly. Uh, it would be really nice to have somebody like you to drop by and kind of let us know you have these conversations with these buyers every day. Um, so to, to let everybody know, you know, what's going on and just kind of give a market update. Let's, let's do hey, it. You know, Absolutely. I think it's great. And, uh, you know, I mean, this was our, our first rodeo into having a conversation, sure. kind of introduction, introducing ourselves onto your, your show. But, uh, Abe, there's just so many things to talk about. Oh, there's man. so many yeah. different genres to talk about. I know you yeah. interviewed a gentleman a, a, a few podcasts ago that it was a younger guy and he sold his agency after yeah. a couple of years. And he was, I mean, it was, that's, a, that's a whole different storyline, right? He's right. a couple of years in, brand new agency, going through the growth rocket you know, rocketing through the roof. So there's just, there's so many different pieces and components that go into it. Nothing is cookie cutter when it comes to M&A, in my opinion. Yeah, and uh, and I, I feel that, you know, all too often people try to make a cookie cutter. So we want to make sure we we help everybody out and understand who they are and who the buyers are and really bring it together in a, in a symbiotic relationship. So um, I'd be happy to talk a little more, uh, any more in depth, you know, we can get yeah. into some more detailed examples and, and, and definitions and everything else, Abe. So I'd love to. Yeah, sounds great. Thank you so much for your time, Gary. Thanks, Abe. You have a great one. You too.